Is this thing on? Testing one, two. Bueno, si, 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 claro, claro, si. Is it working? I think it is. I see the red light right here. All right, let's go. Carlos, he took away my intro. That's it. I'm done for later, fools. <laughs> that was a dope ass intro. Yeah, sounds like the reggaeton air horn. Yeah, the reggaeton air horn. That's pretty good, bro. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Spilling the Frijoles, and you're here with the Mexican Ways. And we actually have a special guest. Actually, two special guests. Yeah. We have two special guests. We have Carlos Ayala. I know Carlos actually from Cholo's Try. That's how I know you, bro. What yeah. up, what up? We got a two for one, two for one. <laughs> and we got the compa, Volgar Linares. Yeah. Bogar Linares. Oh, Bogar. Okay, okay. You don't like the Bolgar? Bol yeah. Bolgar. Sounds kind of chunky. Wait, huh? so it's con B grande or B chica? Wey? It's B grande. Okay. All right. Well, look. Well, well, I he remember has a big B. <laughs> I remember in elementary, I hit somebody because they called me that. Is that oh, right? I, I actually got suspended. Ramona Elementary on Santa Monica. What they call you? Well, you know, I, I was an accident fool. Please don't. <laughs> 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 All right. But no, nah, we have these guys here. These guys work together a lot. Um, you know, instead of me introducing to you guys. Hey, you we only just worked once. Eh? I mean, I But once know. is enough. I mean, yeah, okay, but hey, one's enough. It doesn't matter. Point is, you guys. You I'm guys, kidding. I'm kidding. We work a lot, though. Okay, cool. Well, I've had to introduce you guys yourself a little bit. I start with Carlos, and we'll go to Bogar. Hey, what's up? What's up? My name is Carlos Ayala. Um, most people know me from Cholo's Try, like the internet viral videos. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then they end up finding out that you know I've done some acting in in the past before the viral videos went viral. You know, I have credits, you know, acting credits. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's bro. Yeah. That's good. I've done, um, so let me break it down. 2000 is when I got introduced into the game, the acting game, okay. through my sister. My sister was the little girl who always wanted to be an actress, you know, inspiring actress. And I was the cholo that was just kicking it in the hood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, they question um, or, or they always ask me, are you a real cholo or you're an actor? Because... Mm -hmm. They, they're like, real cholos don't be on TV. Yeah. You know, they're in prison or dead or doing, you know what I mean? <laughs> I guess. And I'm like, I'm always, I always have to answer those questions. Like, I am, but I, I'm not, I, you know, I don't live that life anymore. I used to, and I just got lucky. Yeah. You know, I got lucky that I made it this far. Okay. And got introduced to the acting game um, through my sister, you know? Okay. She would always... um. Tell me, hey, they're um, they need uh, cholos or homeboys for music videos. She used to, you know, do videos back in the days, and I, I was reject and be like, nah, I'm good, and I'll pass. That's not my thing, you know. When you're, when you're in the hood, your mentality is not, you're just in the hood, you know. You're not yeah. thinking of nothing else yeah. but that little bubble. So you're saying your sister kind of pushed you to the yeah, yeah. Career. And the thing she would always tell me like, oh, they need they need cholos, they need guys like you. They, um, and I would say no. I'm cool. I'll pass, you know? Yeah. One day she, you know, again, she, she was trying to, you know, she told me again, like, there's going to be a lot of, you know, pretty girls. And that's really what made me go. <laughs> like, all this time you could have just said that, like, there's going to be a lot of pretty girls, you know? Yeah. So I went. And you started going. Yeah. The first time ever being on a set is when I met Noel G, the actor. Yeah. And I met Manny Jimenez and a bunch of other... um gang members who were on on a set on a music video so it was kind of strange and crazy that i was like you know because coming from the hood you're you're like very standoff if you see another person who looks like you yeah you know it, it's just that's just the the, was the it nature like, 
was it kind of like confrontational? Like, did you guys want to get down? N not like that, but it was like, you know. Like, where are you guys, like, where are you from? No, no, no. It was like, what's up? And you look at each other and you like, when you're, because I was like 20, early 20s, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was still like. My active. My, yeah, I was active. My mind wasn't like how it is now. And it took some time to break the ice and it just feels weird and awkward. So I had to break the ice and I had to just talk to him. You had uh, to re-socialize. Yeah, him, because right. it was like, I'm used to like, if I don't know you, you look like, like, like Cholo. me, you dress like me. I'm supposed to bang on you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's what I was saying. And, and the cholo cultura. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you know that mentality. And yeah, living that As soon by. as I, when I, because honestly, I didn't know, like, on set, you're there for like 8, 12, 14, 16 hours on a music video. It was a Snoop Dogg video. What and, song um, do you remember? I don't remember. I did so many music videos. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but dope, dope. We'll, we'll get we'll get more into your career, go ahead, go ahead. you know, when we when we go to uh, more further for the episode because you know it's kind of about you this episode, you know, kind of how you you grew up and basically your childhood, you know, from where you said you know you used to do stuff a lot in the streets yeah. and now you're an actor and now you're doing you know, you're trying to produce shows, so we'll get more into that uh, and let's okay. uh, Aved Bogart introduce yourself. Oh, I hope I said your name right, man. I don't know why. I've <laughs> never. Yeah, I'm, he's gonna you know he's gonna get suspended <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, it's kind of weird growing up being uh, Latino with a, you know, with a weird name, Bogart, you know, it's like, como, como el actor este, Humphrey Bogart. But how do you say that in Spanish? Bogart. 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 Okay. Bogart. Like, Bogart. I guess the, the, the T yeah. in English makes it sound more like Bogart. Yeah. yeah. And in Spanish, it's Bogart. Bogart. Sounds, sounds like a Game of Thrones yeah. name. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, Bogart, uh, uh, according to some resources, it's, it's a Viking. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. It sounds like that. Bogart. It does. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's yeah, it's, and it, it kind of worked out uh, a little bit well because in 2006, uh, when I, I I was working as a counselor, and then uh, one of my friends me me dice, hey, we need one of your trucks for this movie, right? So I was like, all right, cool. So entonces, well, I'm not famous like this for right here. This mm -hmm, is right. you know what these cholos try. <laughs> and I just you know I I did I I worked with Miklo back in 2006 2007. That's when I met him. And he was all like, hey, you want to be in the movie? I was like, all right, cool. So I end up doing Mexican Gangster. You know, I, I'm throughout the whole movie there, you know. That's dope. And then after that, um, I did a movie with David Carradine before he killed himself. Dang. Uh, you know, David Carradine, you know, the Kung I Fu guy and all that. Oh, okay, Kill, yeah, yeah, Kill yeah. Bill, yeah, El Viejito. Yeah, yeah. Sí. So I did that one. And then I did another one called Vatos Locos, también con este, con Damien, right? You know, class B films, not that great films. But, you know, it, it, it got me money. Yeah, you know what I mean? Dope, That's at bro. the end of the day, it made us money. So, so you ever still do acting right now? You know what? No, I don't do acting. I, it's a, it's a lot of work. You so, know. So it, what do you concentrate on? You know what I do? Right um, I still do counseling. I still work in the communities, trying to reduce gang violence across the you know I you know across the city. Nice. But I also do production. I'm behind the cameras now, so okay, it's cool. like it's it's a lot better. I work for specific people. Uh, doing commercials for them, and that that that's all I do now. I just executive produce a film. Where we'll talk about later okay, on cool. if we get the opportunity. No, to, yeah, yeah, but, definitely, but absolutely. Cool, That's man. Oh, bro. Um, I wanted to bring up a, a situation that happened um, uh, that I just saw yesterday because I was, uh, last uh, podcast episode we did, uh, we were talking about like the El Paso shooting and then the shooting mm, in Ohio. Yeah, you know, you yeah. know, prayers to their families and everything. But a shooting just happened yesterday. Um, uh, I think August fifteenth. If it was yesterday, I don't yeah, know what yeah. day today is today, but if I'm I got the day right. Did yes, I get the day right? No, today's 15th. Okay, so, so it was 14. Yesterday. It was yeah, yesterday. 14. So, yeah, it was a shooting with like uh, an eight hour standoff with some guy. 
Um, shot some cops. He yeah, shot yeah, like yeah. six cops or something yeah. like that. And I just go like, damn, dude, like, what's up with these shootings? Like, man, like, it's just like, it's happening like back to back now. Like, what's going on? And it's too common now. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah crazy, you know, man. the thing is that the, the, the communities are becoming immune to it. Immune to it. Okay. It's like, oh, okay. Nobody did nothing about this one. I let, let another one happen. And really, there's not much that people do, you know? What do you think they should do then? If you're saying like, they're immune to it and like, really, like, they're not really like, following up on it you're well i mean the thing is that you either you part of the problem or you're part of the solution you know i think i think getting involved and and trying to find resources and trying to find local organizations that are not profit that will deal not only with mental behavior but with what with, with uh with uh, uh resources that can help get everybody together but everybody is just living their own stuff and and when you're solo you're like you don't have no support from others so you feel that you need attention Mm-hmm. So a lot of this stuff is because of the lack of attention and obviously the promoting of violence throughout social media and, and TV. Yeah, because you know? back yeah, in the days, that's just crazy, man. Tri- trip out like me growing up in the hood, I was immune to losing homies, people getting shot, and I only thought that was in the hood, not in the real life. Like mm-hmm. now I see it in real life where pe- innocent people get shot and it's it's the norm now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, another shooting. Oh, another shooting. It's like. Another shooting, school shooting, or this or that, and it's always, for the most part, you know, white, young, um, white kids, you know, suburban kids, or, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy, man. I think we were talking about it last week too. You know, we think it starts uh, from like the parents, you know, and it's of like, course, like, like you're saying, obviously, mental health too. That people need to get that, you know, that help, and I guess we need to pay more attention to our kids as far as and, like being and, a parent And you know what? Too. Believe it, it, we might sound redundant and we might think that we're repeating what other people talk about. But uh, talking about my personal point of view before Trump, and, and, and I don't like to get into that t- type of topic because then everybody thinks, ah, is this, it, we're going back again. Yeah. But in my personal uh, uh, point of view, before Trump came in, I was I was one of those that say, Oh, you know what? The African community is always looking for something to say or anything. Yeah, yeah. Disregarding the real issue of racism. So that spirit was in me was like, nah, it's dead, right? Uh-huh. But when Trump came along, it made me real like, fuck, racism is active. Yeah. It's, it's blown. It's, it's yeah. been, but yeah. he just woke exactly. it up. Exactly. It, it's he been active. It up, you know? And I was like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's really. It's it really exists like it's crazy, whoa bro. no no it's completely crazy yeah, that yeah. you get to see these people that have this uh this big problem against a certain cultures and certain political views mm-hmm. that that they think that they're better than us or better mm-hmm. than a b and c person based yeah. on their political views and it's completely wrong yeah, yeah man it's completely it wrong and you know what he he for being a leader you know what I mean. To if he's racist and he lets it out and let it be known, like he hates this, he does that to women, he does this, like he he empowers these people that are like, oh, they have a voice now, so now they're like on on, on yeah, they're doing their thing. He ignites violence. Yeah, yeah there's this really law, is. you know, there's this law that was uh, that was done in the '60s called RICO. Uh-huh. That law basically uh, uh, gives a tool for the prosecution. If you're an individual that belongs to this certain organization and you have a mind that are, is able to manipulate uh, young people to go commit violence and do this and do that, well, that specific law 
uh, uh, gives the the prosecution, uh, you know, a right, a tool to prosecute this yeah. mastermind. You can say and put him in jail and put him in jail. Yeah. But what has Trump done? Pretty he much, has nothing yeah. but promoted violence. Yeah. In his speeches and this and that, why doesn't the federal government it's indict fun. him on Rico? It, it's funny mm -hmm. Trump uh, blames the video games. Yeah, no, nah. <laughs> that's what he said. Video games been on for years and years yeah. and years and it's years. It's not the video games. Yeah. No, it's definitely not the. Video okay, game. so you know to go back to the, the Ohio, sh uh, not the Ohio shooting, the Philadelphia. Yeah, there was an Ohio shooting. There was, too. yeah, but I'm, I was talking about the Philadelphia shooting, yeah, the, yeah. the one with the cops. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, supposedly I heard it's fake. You know what? I just saw a video today on, a, I don't know if it was Instagram, Facebook, showing like somebody was recording from a building from up above, showing the cops going to the cars and, and, and they sprayed themselves or they like liquid, fake blood, basically putting, putting on fake blood on their what? arms. You could, you could see it. You could like see, I'll show it to you guys after. Okay. You yeah. think it's true though? So why are they faking it? Because they wanted to shoot this guy? Yeah, like, a ver. No, you know, to, you know, to claim what, you know what? No, you know what? You know, you know what? Lim, 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 no. You know no. what was the trip, though? When you see the video, it's like, they're calm. They're doing the thing. And then they, they panic right after they have the blood. They act like they're panicking, running around. I was like, it you looks you super know, fake. When we do, when I announced this podcast, so I'll show fake, that video clip. Video. You know, to, we'll talk, and that's why we're talking about it. It okay. can be true. But at the same time, you have to understand that there's a big There's a big... Uh, organizations of uh, people with conspiracy theories as well. You know, right now with technology, green screens and other bunch of stuff, you can do a lot of this stuff and then just go out and throw it out in social media. That's true. You yeah, know what man. I mean? Catch the attention of, but, of, 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 of all these major true, networks. You know true, what I mean? But you got to understand, everybody has cameras. These cops are not the brightest, smartest, you know. There's people up there in the buildings recording, and these dudes are trying to hide some shit. Well, I mean, you could. I mean, you, you know could. I mean? It can be true, but at the same time, okay, let's say it is true. What is the intention of this yeah, cop? Does he want to be in the news? Does he want to be a hero? Does he want medical leave? Does he want this? Does he want interviews? Does he want all that stuff? Yeah. So they'll do that, well, even though there's an actual real shooting that's happening. Yeah. But they can also do. You know what? Let me let me be the hero. Let me be this, and it, that can be as well. Yeah. That can be a huge role as well. He tristemente he got caught. Yeah, because you know I think the I mean? only reason for someone to do that would be because maybe trying to claim self-defense and be like, oh, this guy was, you know, look, look what he did to me. And but I mean, even if you were to do the case, you would yeah. see it's fake. But he didn't get yeah. killed, though. He Supposedly it, he gave up after some... Attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's attention. I mean, it could be. Um, or it could That's also be kind of like back to what we were talking about earlier. Uh, maybe it's a way to do more gun controlling or, you know, like... What do you think? Yeah. Like to show like, hey, cops are getting you know, shot now too. I mean, you know? but you have to understand, you have to understand not only guns kill people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not only guns kill. Like, people kill people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> dude, a DMX pencil. Say that in a, in but you know what? <laughs> talking about gun control, now that we mentioned, I don't like guns personally. I hate guns, but I will not give up my right to bear one. Okay. I won't give up my constitutional right to have a gun. I don't like guns, period. I mean, I've been shot at, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I will not give up my right to hold, uh, to give up my I right think, to, I of, think, of a gun. Yeah, I, I think, think you're I right think, for that. Yeah, you know? I think every person should own a gun. Because you never know what happens. You know, someone can Absolutely. break into your house. And, you you got to protect yourself. Yeah, man. You know, you know what I mean? Sometimes you can be home, and if you don't have a gun, or you can be anywhere, and you don't have a gun, and they have a gun, they come in and do all sorts of stuff. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. How are you yeah. going to defend yourself? Yeah. No, and I think... Too, dude. Like, if everyone has a gun, like I, I really do believe that if one of these shootings is happening, I think people would have your back. You know, people kinda that like had their like mind Texas. right and everything. Like, kind of like the guy in Texas. Yeah, the hell that guy. You know. It's yeah. Like, now imagine there was a 
someone in the front when homeboy came shooting and he had his own gun and he shot back. Yeah. He could have saved a lot of people. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of things could happen. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right. it, 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 I, I, like I said, I, I will not give up my right. I don't have a gun. I don't own what a gun. What about the whole thing? Because I, I think what they're more focusing on is that people are, the AR is saying it's not, the gun is fine. It's just the these high caliber guns. But you have, but you know, you have, fast. To, you have to understand that some ARs, you know, they have the same the same bullet as a nine millimeter. Right, 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 right. You know, I mean, obviously, sometimes you have the bigger bullets, but there's some bigger, bigger rifles clips. out there that have the same bullet as a nine millimeter. So it's it's it it, it works both ways. Either you have yeah. a, a, a an assault rifle. I mean, it becomes an assault rifle when you're assaulting somebody. You know uh -huh. what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the gun is gonna be there. And but then we have to address what's the real issue. Why are these people doing these type of behaviors? Right. You know right what is that. what's happening. That's the real issue. And it sometimes it could be and, stress, pro family problems, you go crazy. And something. you know, some people say, "Oh, okay, you know, stress is stress." But you know what? Everybody deals with anxiety. We're all and stress. We're all depressed. We all go through it. Yeah, yeah. we all. But go I'm through. not gonna go and kill people. No, but see, but see that. <laughs> but see, yeah, I, but true, see that's where. You have that state of mind. Yeah, you have you a, think you, like you that because control. you're strong and you have control. Other people don't have that. That's Other true. people have this mental problem. There's something happened. I mean, when you talk about trauma, people talk, think about blood, trauma, blood. But there's economical trauma, uh, spiritual trauma, uh, a physical trauma, mental trauma, psychological trauma. So there's not only just that blood trauma. There's a bunch of other stuff. You know, I, I'll tell you one case. You know, like I like I said earlier, I was you know I worked as a crisis intervention worker for the city of LA, right? So there was this one time that I was dealing with this with this uh, gang member. You know, I'm not gonna say from where, but you see this guy. I mean, tatted everywhere. Like the first impression, like oh damn, this dude, this guy is scary. But while I was talking with him within the 45 minutes, this dude, he starts breaking down because I'm building a relationship when with him. When you say breaking down like crying, you mean? No, like, no. He's, no, yeah, no. yeah, no. Breaking down like like his his gang demeanor, his oh, that okay. everything. That, that wall is that coming down. That spiritual wall is just yeah, coming. Yeah. You know, that, that oh, okay. it's coming down. You know, because I'm building, I'm, I'm asking him questions. I'm talking like, what's up, homie? You know, I'm, I'm going through the whole, you know. And next thing you know, this guy tells me that he got raped by his uncle. Oh shit! But tú lo miras, you look at him and he's it's like, how? He, I mean, he's all with you know Nike, Cortez, Ben Davis, boom, boom, all banged out. But then, but you got an hour later, you know, he's here like emotion, about talking about he got raped. You got to remember, we were all kids, we were yeah, all young, exactly. And so, ones. so, but see, that's the thing that when people look at these, uh, 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 you know, I mean, not stereotyping it, but when you see the cholo culture, you're immediately, oh my god, he's scary. But when you get to deal with them and understand them. And, and try to offer them solutions and 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 just listen, just listen. Because in order for you to be part of the problem, you have to identify what the problem is to able to be able to provide a solution. Yeah. So this yeah. guy, he's just started crying. I'm like, hey, Cuba, what happened? And he just boom, 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 boom. My uncle raped me in Guatemala, and you know, and ever since then, I have this hatred and A, B, C, and D. But then I'm like, oh shit. Then you so, understand them. Then man. you get to why? understand why is this guy like this? Yeah. So that's just one case. Now imagine with females, man, the other guys, what have they gone through? Yeah, what have they yeah. gone through? Yeah. You know no, what I, I mean? It. What have they gone through? And then of course, then you have this political arena yeah. with yeah. where politics come yeah. in and where that's yeah. a whole and, different and, and you know, and the, and the leader yeah. a president who, you know, supposed to be a leader, he influences a lot of these kids to come out and be racist or be violent. And you know what it is? You know what it is? When there's violence, and I and I hated I hated to accept this. I've always refused to believe this. But when there's violence, there's money. Mm -hmm. 
Interesting. I, it, you know what? It was like I said. I, I, I was in the city. I worked, and I, and I was able to see a lot of corruption that goes on. If there's no violence, there's no resources. There's no money. There's nope. no budget for yeah. a bunch of other resources that that you think that they're there and they're not. And, and the businesses, there's no mortuaries. There's no corners. There's yeah, no there's, di- it, you know what I mean. It's, there's you, no medicine. Yeah. There's no doctor. You know, you, you know, have a bunch of these CBOs, these community-based organizations that they have the sign-in sheets. And these signing sheets are usually signed by them because all they want is their budget. They want their money. They want their line item budget. And then, you know, oh, you, where's my where's my year budget? I want it. I want money. Because there's no violence. There's no money. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it works with city agencies. With the it medicine, works, everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it says the moral of the story is let's go live somewhere else, fool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Los vamos Uh, all right guys well hey we're gonna take a quick break and uh i appreciate the conversations that you guys had honestly strong opinions you made me you made me open up my eyes a little there honestly (laughs) you too carlos you guys are making me open up my eyes i thought you guys were just some cholos trip out on this one trip out on this one you know, there's a lot of people that talk about the EBT, right? Yeah. That, yeah. oh, gente huevona, lazy people, can my taxes pay this? But yeah. you know what? Yeah. No. Because the EBT and welfare money is just pennies out of the state funding. Because if we think about, and and the elites and the political people, they want us to, to have that, this feud, right? Yeah. Because if you're fuss about EBT people, then where is your fuss about corporate America? At the end of the year, you have stimulus package, you have bailout money, you have end of year bonuses for these politicians. That's trillions of dollars. Where is your fuzz there? Where is your argument? But yet you want to sit and talk about EBT people. What EBT, some people really do need it. Yeah. Yeah. You know Most what I mean? People, yeah. But people, yeah. it, they ref- when you educate yourself, you become a threat to a system that's designed for, to protect an economic interest. Yeah, the rich keep getting richer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So as to all the people that be saying, okay, los EBTs, nah, well, you need to fight about real corporate America. That should be the real fight. Yeah. Not your brother that really needs EBT. And then, yeah, you do have some people that really that are taking advantage of EBT, system, yeah. but it's pennies and a dollar. Yeah. It's pennies and a dollar. It's, it's nothing compared to the real issue of trillions of dollars with this stimulus package that they're doing with the government well, so there we have yeah. we have an episode coming what is america future i'm gonna knows his shit though. he does I'm he does you. man hey, what do you think about aliens bogart you think you know what listen but real quick real quick real quick i know we gotta go on break but listen easy existe dios existe el diablo uh, yeah. So you can't you 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 can't just say God 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 and no aliens aliens because yeah. we have some weird animals out there in the ocean. Yeah, we do. So our brain cannot accept other human be other other race uh, aliens or whatever. I don't think we're you alone. Know? No, no, we're, sure. we're definitely no, not alone. We, we got some weird you know what? If people God walking exi- around. Hey, listen, if God exists, there is something out there yeah and i'll tell you a story about that off the air off the air that's some area 51 that's episode that's right there <laughs> all right guys we're gonna go on a quick break and we'll come back and uh, i'm taking lift to area 51 <laughs> yeah let's go let's yeah, go let's do it I'm down. Right, we'll be back let's take a quick break hey guys is it time to put heat back into your relationship with breakfast but a hot breakfast just sounds like it's too much. Well, it's time to head over to the egg aisle and pick up a just crack an egg. It's hot, fluffy breakfast scramble that'll have
have you back in hot breakfast love in less than two minutes. All you got to do, guys, is add a fresh egg over their hearty breakfast fixing, then stir, microwave it, and reignite your love of breakfast. And there's something else you guys will like about Just Crack an Egg is that it has no artificial flavors, dyes, or preservatives. But even better, guys, is how fluffy and cheesy and delicious they are. It comes in seven different varieties, including three brand new kinds, veggie, Southwest style, and protein-packed scrambles. Or just try one of the classics, like a Denver scramble or All-American. I personally like the Denver scramble because it's a little bit spicy dope style. So guys, don't wait for the weekend to get a little hot, hearty breakfast love into your morning. It's time to run with your arms wide open to the egg aisle and take breakfast back with Just Crack an Egg. All right, guys, <laughs> and we are back. That was a little intense when we were talking about, guys. But yeah, honestly, yeah. I, it's always intense. You know what I mean? <laughs> I appreciate it, though. Honestly, it was good good uh, hearing your guys' opinion about you know the way you see those things. And you know, I think it's a very interesting. And we can have another podcast episode yeah, about yeah. that. We might look how we look. But you know we're smarter than that. <laughs> Not no even. Don't even no, Bogart no, reads books. I just watch I, videos. I read and I try. I try my best. That's good, man. I that's try good. my best to get involved or try to like see what's going on in society. That's good. And, and that's another. Bro. That's another one. Yeah. So we'll we we think about and we blame society, right? But we are the society. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? No, like, I get what I see you know. What we talk about all these kids that are doing this, but it can be our kids. So. The ones is like who didn't who raised our these kids? No, it's you. Yeah. You raised these kids, and you're the one that are is putting out this. You know this. Yeah, yeah. I I see yeah. it this way. We have to raise our kids better than we were raised. Okay, because yeah. the way yeah. I was raised, it was really fucked up. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I made it, so I know what not to be. Um, to my son, you know, like I know that he needs his dad because I needed a dad when I was young. Mm-hmm. I didn't. You know, I don't know my dad and grew up with a dad. So, you know, that was a miss, missing piece. I needed that 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 that, that person there, yeah. you know. I used to go to my, as a kid, I remember going to my friend's house. And I used to see him and his dad hang out. And, and I used to kind of get a little sad, like, damn, that's how it is, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have a dad, like. And my mom wasn't really there. She was, she. I mean, I give her props for for doing what she was doing. And what she did, and, and she had to put food on the table and, and a roof over my head and my little brothers and sisters. But um, she wasn't very affectionate to me and all that. So it affected me as a kid. No dad, yeah. no affection, no love. Guess what? When I when I as I'm growing up and, and I'm I'm you know and I'm liking females and girls and this and that, I'm being that way. You know, there, there's no love, no affections. You know, when when a female would like when I hook up with a female, it was just like cold. You know what I mean? I would yeah. be a, an asshole and dick. I would, you know, but you it was really an affectionate guy. I wasn't. It took like me like holding whole hands and public. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah. Like females used to be like, damn, like does he even like me? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I didn't know that. Like, how do we even? Yeah. Be affectionate. How to deal with that situation? I didn't. Yeah. My thing was like, see, this is uh, like I was so fucked up in the head that. When I was growing up and, and, and females will show me affection or love, I would think in my head that they were trying to be a mother to me because of my mom wasn't there. They were trying to feel that. that, that, Feeling vo- that you know what I mean? So I would be like, what are you doing? You know, like in my head, yeah. thinking that they were trying to be a mom to me, but it's normal. So you would push them away. Kind yeah, of it's, but it's normal to, you know, for a female to show affection and love. But in right. my head, like I said, I was 
fucked up in the head. It fucked me up. That I used to think that they were trying to be a mom to me. I don't know if you get it or not. You see how how crazy it is, right? He had that. That's what he went. That's what he went through growing up. Uh-huh. And the father mine thing was too. The, the other opposite way, right? Like me growing up, and you know, mm-hmm. m- you know, my dad in prison, and you know, we're moving around from city to city, Maywood, LA, the Valley, back to LA, and but see, my thing was, I fell in love. <laughs> if I had like three girlfriends or at the, you know, throughout my life or whatever, I'll love them. And even mm-hmm. though if I didn't get that father figure love or, or that mom, I see my mom, you know, going through it and stuff like that. But see, I was the opposite way. It, it, and even sometimes the same uh, background as, as, as project, yeah. but it's like, he didn't project, love the woman. Yeah. Pro- project is Carlos. By yeah, the way. yeah. 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 Pro- yeah. Cause that's how, yeah. when I met him, it was, he was the project. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> I, used to, I used to rap too. Yeah, project, I used to rap. You know? Oh yeah. yeah. That was my yeah. rap That's how I yeah. met him years yeah. ago. Okay. Project. project. Yeah. So when I met, I mean, see project growing up like that and me grow, growing up like that, you know, I, I mean, I lived on Carandolet across, but, literally but you across know the street from MacArthur Bogart, Park, you know? There's more to it too, because it's not that I, um, the whole thing with the love and affection with moms, but there was another thing that happened as a kid that made me hate her, that I hated all kind of females. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you got, you see, that's an emotional you know? trauma there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. But that's like when I was 10 years old, something had happened and, you know, I don't know if I should talk about you, it. You but see? I mean, you, okay, okay, okay. You, you see? Know? If you're okay with okay. to talk yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, but you see how building a relationship, yeah. Yeah. now he's into that like, oh shit, we're digging into his soul. Yeah. Like, what else can this man have inside his heart? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why it's like, I support him through thick and thin. You know what I mean? Yeah, He's yeah, the yeah, homie and we work together on, on, on several projects and, you know, much much respect for him. You yeah, know you know don't have mean? to talk about it if you don't want to. No, so, no, it's all know. good. It's just something that, that as a kid, every I think a lot of kids go through it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no, a lot of all- parents, they don't know how to deal with someone who's why they're angry why they're mad or why they're this so they try to take them to a place and they think like oh some other people other grown-ups are going to help you you know resolve that problem when really so what happened was that they took me to a place in east l.a where it's like a psychology type of thing Mm -hmm. and they i was like 10 years old and they sat me down and they put like pictures of black and white pictures and they were telling me what do you see you know and i'm like what the fuck you know like me as a kid, I'm yeah. I'm getting mad and angry. You well, know you're, what I mean? you're kind of breathing fast right now too. So I mean, <laughs> I'm, getting, getting, I'm you, getting yeah, you're getting, you're getting mad. Yeah, getting, no, no, no. Which is good though. Which is good. You got. Um, I mean, sometimes you no, gotta talk good. about it. You know. Yeah, if you want to talk about it, dude. Look, what I think is, you know, the people that are listening probably have gone yeah. through the same thing or are going through, you know, what you're you're gonna you're about yeah. to talk. And I think it's good to kind of educate them to maybe get out of this, like, cause you know, now you say like, now you're doing better and you're in a better yeah. place. You're acting. But it took me a long influencer. time. Believe me. It so, took me so, a long so what did time. they do? They, what did they say? So what happened? And I don't, like I said, I don't blame my mom cause she didn't know better. Mm-hmm. They took me to this place, um, put pictures in front of me on a desk and they were asking me like, what do you see? I saw splatters of black and white pictures. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I pushed the papers away. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm calling for my mom, you know, these, and then these yeah. people, strangers, when you're 10 years old, they're strangers, you know, yeah. they get you and they hold you down and strap you in a, in a straight jacket as a kid, you know, Damn. and I'm calling for my mom, 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 you know, like crying for her, where she at, where she at. So that really like fucked me up and it made me Angry. hate her because she wasn't there to save me. Mm-hmm. You know, as a kid, I was like, 
like that fucked really fucked me up and and i had so much hate towards my mom for a long time you know what i mean and it did, made she, me, did she take you to that but she didn't know what happened oh she didn't know okay she didn't know like i never told her i was just worse after that yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah so that moment that that um that when that happened it, it really messed up my 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 your, your relationship with with women growing up because of I was angry at females because of that because of her my mom doing that but 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 now that I see it I'm like she didn't know better she didn't she wasn't in the room she didn't see that but mm-hmm. at the moment I'm I'm just mad and angry because yeah it's her fault she brought me here yeah you know what so, I mean so she should have been there yeah she I should have been it, there it, next it, to it, you it all no, I was calling you? yeah I was calling for her like. As a, you know, a ten-year-old calling for your mom crying, like, like I'm strapped in the fucking straitjacket, you know. So I'm like, that really fucked me up. Yeah, you know? I mean, really it, it me wired up. you that. It wired, you know, hatred. It yeah, wired yeah. emotional trauma. And believe it or not, now that you're talking about it, it, it's like you're waking up that that state of mind, and now that you're accepting it. It could probably make you understand and become a better person now. Well, yeah. because it's never too late. You know what I mean? It's never too late. And 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 you talking about it and and understanding like, okay, it's not her fault. But then at the same time, you you, you know, you have this anger because she took you there in the first place. No, I used yeah. to. I don't have it no more. But it did mess me up because I did have a daughter in my twenties, and I didn't know how to deal with her. Like being my daughter, showing her love and affection, it was. Like I felt it, but then I I didn't know how to deal with it. It was it was crazy. It's, it's yeah. it was very hard. So but I had very, to learn. It was hard to be like a dad, a father, a father figure to your daughter. Yeah, it was like I was. Sometimes I would act like my mom, like the way she was with with me to towards her, and then I would catch myself and I stop myself. Like, what the fuck am I doing? This is my mm. little girl. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. No, I would never do that. I told myself I would never treat my kids like I've been treated. You know, like my mom treated me, or like. I'll be there for my son because uh-huh. my dad left me for whatever reason. And I don't care now. It doesn't bother me. A lot of people say, oh, like it really doesn't bother me. If I see him, meet him one day, cool. If I don't, cool. But uh-huh. do you I, know who he is? If you don't mind me asking. Nah, like, do you know of him or no, where about nothing, nothing, no? nothing. Okay. Yeah. And plus, when you're like a teenager, you're like, and you're like a cholo, you don't give a fuck. You're like, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> for real, you're like, that's yeah. true. Yeah, no, but you know? mine was my stepdad. He, I mean, my. He, my thing was with my dad, my stepdad was that he was always leaving and we'll see my mom cry and cry and cry. And then my stepdad will show up three months later, like nothing. And then my mom will be happy. And then when my stepdad will leave again, then my mom will be angry. She'll be hitting us hard. I Damn. mean, cableless sticks. But she didn't know how to deal with that. Dude, that's, like, that's the way she she'll t- put my know? hands in el comal and then, oh, uh, yeah, it was bad. And then, uh, sometimes arroz, uh, incados con arroz. And, Child you know, abuse my right hands, there. My, and, and no, you know what? Now because it, yeah. we, there was actually one occasion. I remember uh, it was 19, I think it was 87, 88. I, you know, I'm, I, I was born November 81. Mm-hmm. And at the time, living at Carandolero over there by MacArthur Park, El Piojito and all that stuff. I remember it was like eight, 1988. I got arrested for stealing. You know, hanging around with, you know, as a kid, you know, you're hanging around with all these the fellas in the street, and and because of that, llegó the social services llegaron. I, I I clearly remember, and they asked me, "Does your mom hit you?" I'm like, no, 
Because, you know, my mom ya me había dicho, si, if you say yes, te van a llevar, te van a llevar con el cucuy, whatever, whatever yeah. the thing is. She brainwashed you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, you're but going you know, with somebody else. But yeah. you know what? It was understanding that my mom had a lot of pain as well because of her childhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Her. So it sounds like it was. Does sound like she takes it out on you? It, it, it took it out on all of us, me and my sisters. You That's know crazy. what I mean? Because my stepdad will leave, then he'll come back. He'll leave and he'll come back, and he did that for many, many years. Yeah. So you know that created an emotional it, trauma. It's like well, a cycle. You know? Like it's a vicious yeah, cycle. I was supposed to do that with my kids, but I was like, I was like, fuck that. I'm not gonna be the way my parents were with me. Exactly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show them love, affection, and it took me a long time, but. You know, I'm good now. It's like yeah. when I, I mean, I have my kids. I, I look at my kid. I love my kids, man. I, I love, and I think about like, well, my dad was in prison, you know? So yeah, it's like, it's the, like. You couldn't do nothing about it. But yeah. like my dad too, like I see my son and I'm like, I would, I could never like just leave him and not care. Like that's my yeah. son. Yeah. I have a connection with him. I love him. You know what I mean? And no, my daughter, yeah, same course. thing with my daughter. Like I can't. You guys have kids. Well, yeah, I don't have kids. I yet. do. But yeah. your nephew, nieces, you no, know. I have a niece. Yeah, and, I love her to death. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you so know, it's, it's kind of, I see what you're saying. You know, it's kind of crazy. Like, yeah, it does. To, it to is think, crazy. like, as a father figure, how do you just do that? How do you just walk away from something you created, you know? And I guess everyone's opinion I, I, yeah. or everyone's mindset is just different, bro. You well, know what? I, I think I think now as as we move forward in life and and there's, you know, there's a lot of people that are are wanting to be part of the solution uh, it's, you know, creating a better future is doing prevention programs, mm -hmm. you know, getting involved with sports with your kids or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. The, and it already starts, I, start them young, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. para que no en el futuro, you don't have these, these problems, yeah. you know what I mean? Even but You got to talk about it too. I feel like whoever's been through whatever, you need to speak and talk about it, you know, in front of people, even to youngsters, you know what I mean? So they like, damn, like he's been through what I'm going through at Look, the moment. You know what? Since we're on this topic, anxiety. Can we talk about anxiety? Yeah, you guys. You guys yeah, you listen. I just I had anxiety. I was. I worked. Like, I worked in the community dealing with people with anxiety. Right. Oh, we do this. We do that. Right. But then when you become victim of anxiety, it's a whole different level. Whole different level. I've been to every single hospital in the valley. I've called. Every paramedic in the valley. I've have pulled they've I've called paramedics in every freeway. I, I've been around he's been there. When the ambulance me. came yes. in, I'm like, what? 110, Crazy. the 118, the 101, the 5, the 710, the 605. I mean, every freeway you've you've know, I have literally had to pull over and call the ambulance and paramedics because I'm dying. Anxiety, it's a real feeling. Yeah. It's real. And sometimes, I ponte a pensar y cuenta que no, no, because when you're that, then you're just adding more to it. So many, 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 many months of anxiety, not being not being able to sleep. Every, I mean, blood work after blood work after EKG after X-rays after C I mean, everything, everything because anxiety it's a horrible, horrible feeling. Oh yeah. And you know what? It took one doctor. One doctor, Valley Presbyterian on Van Owen and Sepulveda. It took him three minutes of his time. All he, all he needed, all I needed was three minutes of an advice. And you know what the doctor told me? Mm. He sat down and he says, I seen you've been at the hospital, every hospital, more than 200 times in less than a year. Paramedics, everything. And he goes, 
have you tried therapy? And keep in mind, I, you know, I, I was a Christian. You know, the pastors teach you, no, que el Dios es el único y que no sé qué. Yeah. Yeah. Which is true at the same time, you know, God is there. But at the same time, you do need therapy. You know what I mean? Sometimes mm -hmm. you need real. You know what I mean? So this doctor told me, he goes, you know what? You want the answer to your anxiety? And stop taking all this Ativan, Lorazepam, and all this bunch of Xanax. And I was like, yes, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this, right? And it took him three minutes to tell me that. And I made that choice to go look for a therapy. Gracias a Dios. It's been a little over a year. I've been good. That's dope, man. That's good, I've bro. been good. That's really dope. How do you tell that, though, to someone that's old school, bro? Yeah. Like my dad. My dad suffered from anxiety. There got to a point where, like, everyone was crying at the house. Yeah, yeah. And my dad was like, I literally, I look at that window and I want to jump out. Yes. You know, and he and you know what? He, he, like, explains it like a knot in his throat and then, like, he gets the attack. So, but I've told him because my, my, my girl, she's going to, she's yes. getting her doctorates in, you know, yes. therapy and all that. She's going for psychology yes. doctor. So, I believe in therapy. Like, I you think, know, you know. You have a perfect, I'm here. So that's what I'm saying. So how do you tell a person that's old and he school was, that and he doesn't? He was hard headed like that. Like I don't need yes. therapy. Yeah, even yeah, I was, my, I was myself. Being... I've I've been like, I don't need therapy. But mm -hmm. talking about it, it makes you, me feel but good. It was just, you know, I, look. There was a time I will not walk out of my my house with a bottle bottle of pills of lorazepam and Radovan mm -hmm. because I was. Instead of, you, you, and then it goes back into politics, into pharmaceutical industry and all this, because mm -hmm. all they're doing is feeding you no, nothing but drugs. Uh -huh. You know, I was, I was, I was getting immune to that, like lorazepam, Ativan, I, I need it, I need it, I need it, I need it, here, let me take one, let me take, I mean, Project here is perfect witness and many of my, my surrounding, they, oh shit, this fool's going through it again, you know, it, 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 because it's a real feeling, no te lo están contando, it's real, anxiety is real. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when you have, you think sometimes you have your family that supports you, but your family, you think that they're supporting you, but they're destroying you because then they're criticizing you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I so then that negative, stress, yes. So when, when your dad is going through it and one little gesto, one something uh, that, that you say negative about his state of mind at that moment, you already blocked him. Mm -hmm. He's already, nope. No, nope. but dude, we, I honestly have never seen anyone like my mom, bro. Yeah. She fucking, cause he went through it for like, what, three years, almost two, three yeah, years. Yeah, two, three years. And uh, he got, he just got better with himself, dude. But yes. we, my mom was there for him, bro. Yeah. And we were there too. And, and you know we what? We would tell him, we would tell him like, hey, dude, like, boss, see a therapist, just try yes. it. Yes. And you know what? Try sometimes, it. sometimes. And he just didn't want to though. Yeah, bro. no, but sometimes you refuse the help. Sometimes you don't even want your own family to be next to you. You just want to be alone. That's how I feel. That's you know, how I you feel. just want to be, be alone. And, and and for me, it was it was una vez I saw my son. You know, I saw my son, and then my and then I was like, do I really want to be like this for my son when he grows older, or what's gonna happen with me? You know, and and I said, you know what, I'm gonna try therapy, and I tried it, bro. Oh my god, it's crazy. Completely different. Yeah. There's people that, and sometimes you need a stranger to talk about your problems. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes when you want to be able to let your feelings known to your uh, close friend or even your oh, BFF yeah, yeah. or whatever. They make fun or of your you. They clown you. you, you be, yeah, you become you a clown judged. to them. Yeah, yeah, you get judged immediately. So, so when you seek therapy through somebody you don't know, y, y tú solito. 
just offer him, you know, or leave a business card of a therapist at his site. He's going to get it. He's going to pick it up. Or, you know, if he's doing good, then by all means. But, but yeah, it took me courage, bro. It, it, and you know what? Let me, let me, let me go to therapy. And you know what? That was, that was the solution, bro. And keep in mind, I hit every hospital. I mean, you name it, I was there. Ventura, North No, it's funny because my dad Kaiser. does the same thing, bro. Yeah, every My dad does really goes like, hey, I'm not. And then they, Me just, estoy muriendo, you know? they do the same thing. They, yeah. Like you say, they gave him prescription. Yeah. Or like, I don't know why they don't offer that. I think one person did offer it. And he, but the he's doctors just not don't want, Yeah, dude. doctors, they don't, they don't want to offer therapy. You know, they, they want medical. They want that, you know, that prescription. They get paid. Well, they get paid. paid you know it's, it's money. At the end of the day, it's, it's money. They've, they they yen on your whole if, system. If you're not their you know? family or close circles, no. They want the money, you know. Yeah. They're they're gonna feed you no, pills. I think I think it's good, dude. I think it's good to spread that, uh, to make aware of that, you know, because yeah. anxiety is real, dude, and it's crazy, bro. I've seen it firsthand. I've gone through it. I know too, you know, with like. And a lot of people I... deal with anxiety, depression, different than other people. So yeah, like, it's good I, to I... spread awareness and you know let people know that you should. I think I'm I'm all for it. Like I said, my girl's going. You know, she's studying for that shit. Absolutely. So bless she, her soul. She tests. She tells me like it's real. Get it done. So we recommend it whenever yeah, I know people. Absolutely. Like, I mean, I'm the um, the perfect example, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can show you. I can all the medical bills, paramedics. I mean, Burbank, Glendale, Pasadena. I mean, you name it. I'm yeah. dying. I'm dying. Please. And you know what I mean. And and go through the same thing. Like it was bad. Yeah. It was really really yeah, bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I'm glad you're good now, bro. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm, I'm glad you're good and. I'm glad that, you know, you found a solution and and if you guys are listening, you know, if you need this type of help and you suffer from anxiety, you know, hey, if therapist is the way to go, why not, you know? Yeah. Um, and I appreciate man. you guys sharing your childhood, like, memories. Honestly, that's yeah, kind of like one of the questions I, My that I story, like, we could go on and on. Yeah. I have, like, you know, you need a couple of days. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, no hey, worries. shout out to all the fans out there who are, who are listening. Um, well, we're not, we're not we're, but uh, hold on, we're not done yet. Oh, we're so, not done? No, oh, no, shit. I want to keep going, but you made it seem <laughs> no, like. No, I'm just saying, like, I appreciate because that was one of my questions, your childhood, you know, like, yeah. how did you grow up? Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, before now you start your whole acting career. So mm-hmm. now let's talk about that. Like the good, we, the good stuff, the good stuff. Like what, 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 how did, how did you get to where you are today? You know, as, as an actor and what you do is like you never probably thought yourself you know doing the the cholo life back in the days that you were going to be an actor never you know what i be, i was trying to get away from the cholo thing but it came back <laughs> i was like damn for reals? i was like i gotta still dress like a cholo hey, but this time <laughs> they pay me i could i could have a shootout i could do whatever but they'll pay me it's on the movie set i, I get to go home you know so that's the, the dope thing about it um but yeah just Look, let's go back to like in the projects because I grew up in the projects. So, what project? Because there's a lot of projects. <laughs> Just the projects in Ball Heights. Okay. So, uh, there was one, one time, well, many times, but one time I was chilling, you know, at. I was not really homeless. I just didn't go home, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. I was just hanging out, but I was sleeping in the car. And a few homies would sleep in the cars, you know, and I was, I was with my boy Psycho, that's what they called him who's now serving like 40, not serving, but who's doing 40-something years or whatever, but in prison. And um, I remember like we, was, we were smoking weed, you know, back in the days. And mm-hmm. um, and I would be like, damn, you know, it would be dope one day if I could just be on a movie set, you know? Yeah. I talked about it back then, you know? And then when I was actually on a movie set, I always go back like, wow, I remember like yeah, you remember that, that moment, moment yeah. 
when I was talking to the homie about like being in a movie set and it and uh, and I'm in a movie set now. You know, I've now been in a movie set like so many times I'm used to it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But sometimes it hits me like cuz I'm not supposed to be here. You know, all the shit that I, I just I just luck and like God, you know, I believe in in spirit, I believe in God, I believe in good energy. Just just everything that happened was like a, a like a, he was looking out for me. It was just a path for where I'm at now. Today, you know what I mean? Like, cause man, like I've been shot, I've gone to jail, I've um so many things that could have happened to me, but didn't happen. Yeah. And I made it this far, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's good, man. Without being a snitch or nothing or nothing like that, you know what I'm saying? I'm good. I'm good. He puts that on on the record. Hey guys, I was never a snitch. Just get that right. Or or no good or nothing. Who are you working for? (laughs) Nah, but you know, that's just street mentality, you know. No, I get you. Yeah, yeah, I get you. But yeah, it's a trip. Like I still trip out sometimes and I'm like, damn, I can't believe I'm on set. Like But you know what? I grew up with Will I Am from the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. So me and him hanging out back in the days to seeing him like performing the Super Bowl, or, like it kind of motivated me. Like if he could do it, and he came from the same street, same block, same you know hood. Like I could do it. You yeah. know, yeah. It yeah, pushed me. It did. It did push me. That's good, man. But it's hard work. It's hard work because Hollywood. If if I've met so many people who they come from different states, mm-hmm. trying to make it and and they just can't hang and they leave. And so many people doubted me. They were like, uh, from the beginning, like even in the hood, you know, who now, you know, like follow me on, on Facebook and like people who I grew up with, they're like, damn, you're the last person that I would have thought that you'll be doing good. Mm-hmm. You know, I always used to think you were going to end up dead or, or in prison. Wow. So, yeah, that's how they used to, you know, think about me. Some yeah. negative so energy. They, <laughs> but they trip. Talk hey, about a negative energy. They yeah. trip out and they 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 just bless me and thank and just wish good upon me. Like they just man, they just show so much love and support because they know. They're like, damn, just that's like, dope. you know what I mean? That's dope. That's that's dope. Good, man. Well, well yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm happy that you know it's like it's good to see people make it. You know, that have like struggles that you have had. You know, like. With everything you told us earlier, now you're doing a dope style, and yeah. that's dope. I love that. I like hearing that. You know. And then the good thing we got a he he I he be, he was a casting director on a film that we did. Oh yeah yeah. Let's nice. talk about the film. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. go so, for it. So so um Bogart's the executive producer. Some people are like, what's an executive producer? That means he's the money man. Yeah, <laughs> you know sometimes you work. See, uh, before that, um. I've always worked in business. You know, I was I, I was an accountant, and, and and I've always worked in that thing, right? So you know, I, I I went away. I went. I got busted. Vacation? Yeah, I All went right. to. I went to. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 I went to vacation, and then when I got out, I wasn't able to work anymore. I wasn't able to work in business anymore. I, I did accounting, working with accounts and customers, and throughout yeah. throughout the nation, right? So, w- one of my friends. Uh, oh, so since I couldn't work in uh, in the field that I did, I went back to college. Okay. So I graduated from college, right? Nice, uh, nice. Cool. And I tried to get a job, and I couldn't get a job because yeah. you know, because I wanted, to, I want my education to try to override my conviction, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, because I'm an ex felon, you know, first first degree violent, you know, criminal, whatever, right? So I couldn't get a job anymore. So now I have all this education, but no job. I have the qualifications, no job. So I was like, okay, cool. So my friend got me involved 
uh, like, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, you know, I, I met Miklo through my friend and she was like, hey, you know what? We're going to be filming in Palmdale. Let's go. So then I kind of liked it. And then he put me in the movie. I wasn't an actor. I wasn't aiming to become an actor, you know? Yeah. And then then I noticed like, oh, shoot, I got to stop acting because then they're going to recognize me or, you know, something <laughs> that I did. I was like, yeah. oh, shoot, I got to stop acting. But it was a bit too late. But luckily, it, it the, the Statue of Limitation, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the Statue of Limitations helped me. So then I was good, but then I but I stopped acting. Then, then I became, you know, I started working on as a freelancer for independent films. And that's cool. And that's what I've been doing now. I, you know, I. That's dope. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's dope, man. That's so, yeah. tight. Yeah. After after education, I couldn't get a job. What, and what college did you graduate from? You know what? I went to a private one. It's okay. United Educational United Institute Education. or something like that. It was not became a college. It was an institute. Really? It was a, I thought a it was college. like Wayside and. Way, well, I was there too. I was in. I was in the whole. Yeah, <laughs> at Westside Supermax nine hundred. D4. <laughs> <laughs> he got his degree. Yeah, yeah. Well, right, la cultura. Yeah. You know, dope, like, like in one of the movies, La Cultura Azteca. <laughs> no, but, but yeah, so good, I did. And I, and I also went to LATTC. And yeah. I finished there as well. I took cultural competency and, and, and child that development. That sucks, so, bro. Because like I'm sure, like you know, there's other people going through the same thing. Absolutely. You just said. Like, yeah. You know, I, mean, I mean, look, you—they're they, trying to make a change, but the back keeps yeah, coming. Yeah. It's like, history. Recently, recently, I I had submitted some application like ten plus years ago, and they recently contacted me and they told me, uh, "Oh, you know what? Uh, we want to see if you are still available. You know, we want you to be in charge of this whole company, whatever." And but I see you have a felony. I was like, really? But do you see that I have some education there on yeah. the resume or not? My other credentials. But all, yeah. <laughs> I was like, but they don't look at they don't look at, at my education. They, they bypass just, and they, they see the f- and my and the and, and in my, yeah. my my felony is back in in two thousand. I got I got picked up in two thousand four. You know, so mm-hmm. it, it's it's in two thousand four. But and then my education was 2006, 2007. No, no, two thousand seven it was. Mm-hmm. So two thousand seven, two thousand eight, right? But and they don't care about that. They only care about the felony. That's crazy. They don't even care. Oh, oh, he works. That you're doing good. They they look at your past. They don't look at your future and what you're doing now. Yeah. Yeah, You know, I mean, you know, I I did business marketing, business communication. I took a lot of these, you know, this thing. Right. But they don't care. Yeah. They just, oh, he's a felon. Oh, he's he's bad. He's (laughs) bad. So, yeah. So then I was like, oh, you know what? Forget it. So I I just been I just been producing and and and, you know, and I was working at at, for the city. Like I said, I worked for five years. I did three years for Riaragosa for this program that they had and two years for Garcetti. So that was that. And then, you know, and then I don't do that anymore, but I still volunteer in the community. I still go out there and try to, you know, be some type of he does the neighborhood watch. Yeah. 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 So So then we just produce now. That's good, man. That's good. So what are you guys working on then right now? Like as far as your projects and stuff? So we have a film called Bridge to Somewhere who Bogart's an executive producer in it. Um, I'm in it. You know, I have a co-star role and I also casted the film. Nice. Like majority, like 90%. 90% you got, you got the whole film. Uh, uh, like I said, we got the director, Miguel Lozano, Michael Lozano. Yeah. He comes from a commercial background. Great guy. Uh, A-lister uh, yeah, yeah. from Mexico, DP, A-lister from Mexico, Jose Casillas. Yeah, he was the one that, that came. He did Los Otros, he did Nosotros Nobles in Mexico. There's a big uh, nice. uh, uh, film over there, que, que es Comedia. Nice. It's, it's pretty huge over there, Nosotros Los Nobles. 
he shot that one, and then um, well, it, he's Miguel's uh, uh, a buddy. You know, they worked for many years with his brother because they own a company for like over thirty years, doing commercials over here and in, in the world. Nice. So uh, he was in, he was able to come and 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 film our movie and yeah. amazing. He made it look amazing. It's amazing. That's crazy. It's it. taken. It, we shot this film. They sh- well, they, he shot this film like like a year and a half ago. Uh, it's taking us. It was taking a little, a uh, little longer because obviously funds you know and what? stuff like that. But I it's amazing. Well I, worth it. Well I, I, worth. To be it. honest, a lot of people they don't know, but some big budget films take two, three years, even four years to come out. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's it's normal. Yeah. You know, this is not like, man, it's been too long. You know. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, happens. Yeah, I it happens. Yeah, yeah, like I've 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 put all my heart and soul into it. You know, because I know that. That you know, there's money to be made in filming and in production and stuff like that. He's just putting, connecting the dots together and trying yeah. to make it, you know. Uh, but not just about the money. The money's cool, I think, but just putting out good quality content, films by Latinos. Yeah. Produced, directed, written, casted, in actors. You know, all all Latinos. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not yeah. just. The white folks writing films and, and just putting a, a playing the cholo role or, or putting us to play, and that's one of the you know that's I mean? one of the things that we did on this film. Uh, there's none of that LAPD or get your hands up, you're going to jail and no American me stuff. None of that stuff. Mm-hmm. There's actual story. It's a story on the film. That's that's dope. Dope. So it, it you know me, yeah, it, right? you guys are more than welcome. You know we're gonna put it. Uh, we're gonna give the film an opportunity to hit the festivals. Uh, using our resources and everybody that we know, it just just come out and support. You know, when it's time, then we'll have absolutely let everybody know. And then you know, it's it's yeah. it's we're looking forward for that. And Dope. you know, for the Lord blesses us, and and you know, you always have to you know give thanks to God. You know, yeah. you know what yeah, I mean. Man. It's a good story with good actors. You know, like I could name a few: Noel G, myself, Cesar Garcia. I even have Karina Luna in it. Scar. Nice. Chelsea Rendon. Yeah. Um, Chelsea Rendon from Vida on Stars. A, a few yes. more that uh, Wilson Ramirez and then some other names that, you know, just too many to, to name. But yeah, yeah. It's a great cast. Yeah. You know, dope, they, they gave us the opportunity to, uh, they believed on the project. Okay. You know, and sometimes you want to support each other. And look we, we need and, I think that's what's about, dude. That's why, like you were saying, you, Carlos, that you know the Latinos taking you together. Know what, you dope. know what it is, bro? I think one of the major factors is learning and being humble mm-hmm. humble porque puede venir una persona that's going to give you millions and millions of dollars but don't give your back to those that you believe to work on a project you know what i mean yeah. oh you started with not everything oh, you, you know started I mean? with you know what i mean and 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 just try and always be humble always be humble and and that's i think that's the approach that we got to take uh, it's just be humble. Yeah, don't, let, humble don't let don't you know? let the the money fame change you. Yeah, you yeah, know, stay just, humble. Yeah, definitely, always, man. Always. That's what, what we believe in. So that's, that's what we're at right now. We, you know, we're we're in final touches. Uh, the the one that's doing the uh, the one that's doing the, the score, he's actually the lead singer of the official tribute band from Led Zeppelin. It's called Led Zeppelin. Uh, his name is Swan Montgomery. Uh, he's the lead singer. Uh, you guys can check him out. Amazing. He's doing an amazing score with actually his wife, Ellie, Ellie Grego. She's the one that got me into the film in- oh, industry. Right. Yeah. That's so You yeah, see how things right. happen? Yeah. She's the how, one that got me into this How everything goes years ago. Circle, wow. yeah. like back in the days that happened, and now, you know, 
she's looking out for Bogart. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, because he's. I mean, they're charging me, obviously, but they're not charging me what he's because this guy goes all over the world: Japan, China, Brazil, Central America, Mexico. I mean, yeah. Europe. He, I mean, he's everywhere. You know, he's 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 known. You know what I mean? He's actually. Uh, even uh, 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 Paige, what's going on? El cantante Led Zeppelin, the original one, yeah. it knows about him and yeah. you know gave him all the respect. Is is basically he saying, okay. yeah, he vouched him. Like this is how this is how close you can get to the real Led Zeppelin. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it Led Zeppelin again. But and he's amazing. He's amazing. He's doing the score to the next level. Yeah. But this movie, yeah. it's gonna be yeah. dope. I'm telling you, it's gonna. If not, I mean, everybody who's in the movie already. He's, they're already doing good, you know, uh -huh. but it is going to open doors for a lot of people, a lot of actors who are in this movie. You know That's what I mean? Dope, man. That's cool, man. For sure, yeah. for sure. Great film. I, I hope and I hope that people like it and, you know, they get to see that the struggle is real, man. Yeah. You know, I used every, todo lo que pude, you know, it, it's it's been a personal journey for myself because only God knows what I've been through because I could have used that money for something else. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but I believed in the craft i believe in producing i believe that we can be successful as a team you know what i mean everybody yeah. helping each other and it, like i tell like i tell project I, or, or, or you or anybody it's like let's do something let's do it yeah you know sometimes yeah. oh we don't have no money i don't care let's just shoot you don't yeah. need money if you shoot. got the equipment you don't need money yeah, shoot. let's just shoot no. let's grip the script and let's just something that's let's dope, just do man. it. You know what I mean? I like that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. 100. We got to help 100. each other out, man. Well, yeah. a thousand percent. Yeah, we have A thousand percent. So we have that movie, and myself, I have a show that I'm pitching to a few networks called Cruising with Carlos. Yeah. So yeah, I have um, Miguel Lozano actually helped me, you know, with the, with this project, created and produce it. We shot a pilot, and, and my first guest in the pilot was Jessica Flores, a good mm. friend of mine. She's yeah. hella cool, cool, cool people. You guys met her. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. has a great voice. You see her? Yeah, she could sing. Yeah, good. she yeah. could get that. Great personality. She's yeah, she so has good positive. Vibes, and yes. she's yeah, yeah, we're saying she's her uh, vibe is on point. Like I, I man, her mom, my mom and her dad, they're from oh, the exact neighbors, same right? like place from Zacatecas, Juanusco. And they, Juanusco's wow. small, bro. Like wow. it's a little small town in Zacatecas, and they're from the exact yeah. so for sure, like. Either her grandpa or my grandma know the families. You know wow. they have to know each they other. They probably even hooked up. You never know. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> know. <laughs> yeah, her voice is amazing. Yeah. So yeah. I have this show that you know. Hopefully, I know it is. It's it's good and it's gonna get picked up. And like I said, I'm writing uh, a comedy sitcom. I have a short film and I got this film, our film, Bridge to Somewhere, and, and my show, Cruising with Carlos. So I'm trying to do a lot of stuff behind the scene. That's probably why you don't see me a lot. In front, you know, doing because I'm busy trying to do stuff behind the scene, you know. Hell but yeah. I'm always shooting in front, you know. I'm always shooting skits with you guys and all these other, you know, influencer friends who you know, who I know. Yeah. You know, we work together, so it's cool. it's it's about working together and, and just doing it, not yeah. talking about it, just actually doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. If 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 other cultures could do it, we could do also do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Course. Exactly. Absolutely. So are you gonna go to Area 51 or what? <laughs> no, I don't know, man. That, that, that can start up a hey, whole you other know, hour. You, oh, hey, but you know, but you know what? Uh, I think Area 51, honestly, what I think Area 51 is, I think that's where the NASA does the fake moon landing. That's why it, ah, see, that's why I think they protect it's, us so much. I think that's 
better than Universal Studios and Paramount Studios <laughs> there. I think they got top quality gear. Yeah, <laughs> bro. It's yeah. amazing, man. The dopest gaffers and stuff. And everything, everything. Yeah, that's what I think Area 51 is. It's well, a studio then, for NASA then we, to then do the fake landings. I, I think we should make an episode with Bogart next time, you know, for, <laughs> for like, sure. like, alien, alien talk. talk. Yeah. We'll, bring alien. You, we'll bring you, trust me. Conspiracy with Bogart. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, but honestly, guys, thank you guys for coming to our podcast. Honestly, we really appreciate you guys being out here, hearing your opinion, you know. Uh, how basically the troll lifers is like now actors I think people hopefully you know take something out of this because we talked about the whole anxiety issue too man. yes, yes. yes. Know, so it's good it was good stuff today man yeah. thank you guys thank yeah you. and don't, don't you know church is good yeah you know I said sometimes you know you you pass it but yeah church is good but always look for therapy all right because you know sometimes you get a, you get into a battle of churches que mi iglesia es mejor y que no sé qué and you know religion, what religion yeah, yeah my religion I, better I can get into that very beautiful there's only one <laughs> oh believe me one is just one is just yeah. God and I also want to give a shout out to all the fans who are listening or yeah. tuning in all the fans from Mexican ways, my fans, and you know, I don't have any fans. And Bogart's got yeah, fans yeah. too. I don't, have, I don't I'm have a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Fans, right? yeah, I'm not <laughs> famous like this dude. No, I, <laughs> I, 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 I tagged the lot. <laughs> hey, it's, it's funny because uh, Bogart was saying, I'm just gonna say so, yes, yeah, no, yeah. yes. But it's talk to Mark. And I let him talk too. I was like, he got some good stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean? So no, we could always do another one by myself, but this is good right here. No, he's gonna leave me outside in the truck. Nah, nah. Stop hating, fool. We just finished. <laughs> we just finished talking about this project, serio, dude. No, we good. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you have to, you know, <laughs> make people laugh. Yeah, no, honestly. Mira, thank you guys like hey, but uh, you know, shout out the fans, and you know, shit. Can I shout out my Instagram and all yeah, that stuff? Yeah, yeah. So how do we follow? Find, how do we find you guys on Instagram? I better go for it. Uh, you can follow me. My media. Instagram on um, is actor Carlos Ayala. My Snapchat is Carlos the actor, and um, Facebook is actor Carlos Ayala. And I have a YouTube channel. It's um, Carlos Ayala show. I know it's a lot, but just look up Carlos Ayala yeah, and think, I'll pop yeah. up. Yo no, yo no más tengo mil followers. I only have a thousand. I don't have much. You're going to grow. Hey, your yeah. following's going to grow yeah. after, yeah. after the yeah. show. My, uh, uh, what is it? Instagram is at Bogart Linares Soto. Bogart, it's B-O-U-G-A-R-T Linares Soto. So go. that's my Instagram and my Facebook is the same. It's Bogart Linares. All right. So oh. it's there. And yeah. if you see me in the street, come holler, take a picture. Don't be all like, Oh my God! What like the other day I was at um because I'm normal. I go to food for less, you know. I don't always go yeah, to Ralph's. Yeah, I've had that a few times with this food. So like, I'm at food for less, and some girls like looking at me like like she saw a ghost. I'm like, <laughs> uh, are you Carlos? I'm like, yeah. Uh, oh my God, Carlos from. from I'm like, yeah. And she's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm shopping. Like, <laughs> yeah, today. It's cheaper. Today, food for I, less I went, is cheaper. You I, went know to pick up my, I went to pick up my nephew. And uh, my nephew, I, I guess he's going to start going to Reseda High or Reseda Charter. And he was with two girls. Y lo miraron a este. I was like, is that the guy from Cholo's Try? Like, is that the Cholo? I was like, yeah. So I, he, I, there's certain occasions that I want, where I'm with this one. And then there's people that are like, oh, shit. Like, you know, they recognize, they recognize And I trip out because I'm like too humble. I'm like, man, I'm just. I mean, solo me ha pasado una vez. I'm just. I'm I was just at like the hospital. you, you know what I mean? You're at the hospital? Uh, yeah, I was, I was actually at the hospital right there at, uh, at, uh, at Van Owen and Sepulveda. And there was this guy. And he was like, hey, do I know you for real? I was like, no. And he was like, 
yeah, you're that guy from Vatos Locos. That too. And, and I, dude, I got red. <laughs> Man, you know, I'm vergüenza. I was like, what do I do? You know what yeah. I mean? But only one time. It kind of mm. felt good, though. But this dude, wherever we go. Yeah. Hey, Cholo, can I take a picture with you? No, it's... it's it is what it is because even you guys Mexican ways get fans like yeah, oh yeah, what's yeah, up yeah. can it picture and it you know yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, funny. it's, it's funny humbling and it's cool though at the really same time you know yeah, yeah. yeah really humbling you know oh, I, I, I'm never gonna say no to a picture that's good yeah, you know I mean? I'm never gonna say no <laughs> yeah <laughs> amen all right guys well hey thank you guys for like always for coming out this is spilling the frijoles uh make sure you guys rate this podcast also don't forget you guys can find us on social media we do a lot of uh stats well not stand up no a lot of sit down not a lot of stand up a lot of sit down a shout out to the homies from mexican ways for inviting me yeah to be on their podcast and you know i appreciate it all right sure. well thank you guys los vemos Oye, mijo, ¿qué show es ese que están escuchando? ¡Tremenda Baila! Hola, amigos, y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. ¡Tremenda Vaina! Oh, <laughs>